0: create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I just got home from an incredible trip to Santa Fe. It was so magical, so expansive and really just what i needed it unlocked a lot in me energetically and i think especially with how wild the energy was about a week ago which these podcasts come out usually a week later so timeline but yeah i just really needed that rest relaxation and clarity on on a lot of things so yeah I'm just so grateful for it. It was it was so incredible. And I'm going to post a recap of my trip to the Channel Collective if you are a member. So check that out. But today's episode, I have really been wanting to record. And I think it might tie some things together about why I do the things I do, why I talk about the topics I talk about, how everything sort of fits together for me. And I will say the more I have been, I don't know, like traveling here and there to these different locations over the last couple of months. And I feel like over the last few months, I have been communicating with groups of people that I don't usually communicate with just in terms of I'm not around them and it's been in my environment. So I've just been having conversations with with different groups of people and it has really made me realize, oh, other people think about things so differently, right? I can be so caught in my bubble, but I think it's important to talk about because it's easy for people to think, oh, everything goes so well for so-and-so, or it's so easy for them. That's just how they are. That's just how it always has been. And you don't know what's going on behind the scenes for anybody, first of all, but also taking responsibility is what allows you to shift your reality. And there are a lot of people who feel like they just have bad luck or things don't work out for them. And then that's what they create more of in their reality. And I used to be somebody who really just felt like I had to work so much harder than everybody else. And I would do well because of that, but it felt like such a drag. I also was so deeply depressed and anxious for so long in such deep depression. And I... I really surrendered to it and felt like this is just how I'm going to live. I'm never going to be somebody who is fully happy. And I think I just have to accept that. That was my thought process. How sad is that? How sad is that? When you're relatively young, but a lot of people live that way. A lot of people settle and you don't have to. And. I just never thought I would feel the way I do now in my life. So what I wanted to talk about in this episode is how I turned my manifestation practice into my lifestyle. Well, really how it's always been a lifestyle, which is why I approach it the way I do. And here's the thing. There's nothing available to me that isn't available to anybody else. So that's why I feel really passionate about sharing the things that work for me. And have totally shifted my life because I see people like stuck in this struggle and I know how that feels, right? I think everybody, everybody has the things that they, they work through that are difficult. And I think there's also a level of being conditioned to create more stress for ourselves and even more hardship for ourselves than there needs to be you know, I think that things pop up in life to teach us lessons and to help us grow. And we signed up for this when When we came here, we signed up for those learning points. But at the same time, we live in a society where I just see and I've been that person that just spins themselves in in these endless cycles of of stress or making things harder than they need to be. And you can choose to stand on the sidelines and be jealous of people who have something you want or be bitter about it or judge them or say oh this person everything's just easy for them or you can choose to say hmm i wonder what's working for them and how can i pick up on on some of that you know what what is what is there <laughs> because if it's available for that person it can be available to you as well to start seeing your life in a different way and you can just try it on it might not be the thing for you. But if you're not totally excited about so fucking in love with your life, then I think there's I think there's room to explore other ways of viewing things. One of the simplest health hacks that has made the biggest difference in how I feel every single day has been focusing on balancing my electrolytes. And this is why I am obsessed with Elements I take these with me everywhere. They have been a lifesaver, like literal lifesaver with all the traveling I've been doing recently and the elevation differences, but also in my daily life. I drink it first thing when I wake up every single day and often have another later in the day. What I love about Element is it is a really delicious electrolyte drink with everything you need and nothing you don't. Lots of salt, no sugar, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers. No BS, just the way I like it. And if you're on a whole foods based diet, which I know most people listening to this show are, I've been on (laughs) all the different types of whole foods based diets low carb, paleo, keto, high carb, all the things. And with any variation of a whole foods based diet, it is super important to look at your electrolyte balance because a lot of people aren't adding any healthy salts. And especially if you are eating low carb, keto and you want to prevent that low-carb flu. But I've seen a huge difference in my energy levels, in my brain function, in my productivity. If you have any symptoms like headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness, look at electrolyte balance. It's a really simple thing that can make a huge, huge difference, especially if you are on a whole foods-based diet, you do any type of fasting, you're physically active, you sweat a lot. The thing is that most electrolyte powders don't have the best ingredients, Element is incredible. If you know Rob Wolf, the co-founder, you know that he is serious about ingredients and wants something that really works. There are so many different professional sports teams, teams from the U.S. Olympics, from the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, the special forces that regularly use and love Element, and of course, yours truly. I am obsessed with this stuff. Some of my favorite flavors are the new watermelon. Love that. I love the citrus. I love the raspberry. Those are probably my top three. Oh, and the new grapefruit. So, so good. So if you haven't yet tried out Element and you want to get your hands on some, you can get a free sampler pack that has eight packets of Element with four different flavors. You can get that free. Just pay for shipping which is about $5 if you're in the U S just go to drink element and that's spelled dot com slash CTC. Again, that's drink D R I N K L M N T dot com slash CTC. And you'll get that free sampler pack and you can try it out. And when you get yours in the mail, be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can hear how much you love it. To be honest, I have gotten kind of used to the way my life is right now, which is vastly different than it was a few years ago. And I always felt like I, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say I identified as I don't have good luck, but I just felt like I had to work really hard at things and I wasn't anticipating things working out well for me. I felt like I had to hustle and grind and... Yeah, I just felt like there was a lot that that wasn't available to me and things didn't flow. Everything felt resistance. Everything felt hard. And then over time, with what I'm going to talk about today, things just started flowing and things just started coming to me. And I was shifting. I was truly shifting my outer world by shifting my inner world. And I started to feel like my life was a dream, right? And then it kept ending. And now it's, it's that I forget that other people don't realize they can... Set an intention and say, "This is what I'm calling in," and and receive that. I see angel numbers every time I look at a clock. Literally, it's three thirty-three. Let's <laughs> record this every single time, all the time, everywhere. And recently, I've been posting more of them, like at the gas station. And I got so many messages. People are like, "How how does this happen all the time?" I'm just used to it at this point. Those are just constant reminders. It's like moving through life. And everything around me is a sign. It's there's a street sign. I'll ask to see a certain animal and it pops in my environment. Like the signs are literally all the time everywhere. Communication with my guides is all all the time everywhere. Right. It's just that's just how I live. And it can be. As simple as I mean, Okay, the other day I was I was boxering. I was on a walk. In the forest and I was boxering someone and it starts raining and I was like this is the only time that day I could go get outside. And I just I just stopped and I said <laughs> I said Zeus, no. Stop the rain. It can rain when I'm back in. And it literally stopped. And I went on my walk. It was like 45 minutes and I walk back in and it just starts pouring as soon as I close my door inside. And that kind, of, that kind of stuff, it's, it's like a small thing, but it can happen all the time. And I've gotten used to it now. And I notice it when there's resistance when I'm around other people. And I think, why don't you just ask for this? Or I can see how they're attracting in something that they don't want. And I remember that, you know, two years ago, if I saw how things roll in my daily routine, my daily life, now I would be like, holy shit. I can really do that. I can really feel like that. And I really hope that you understand where I'm coming from with this because I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm not perfect. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, things come up in my life. I move through things. But I've done a lot of work to shift my reality. And I I want to share this because again, to feel this way and just to flow through and like see magic and everyday moments all the time. I mean, I feel like I just I see magic all the time. All the time and miracles so often. It's interesting to me how so many people that that feels like a far off thing for them and I forget that I've had the honor of witnessing so many miracles in in my life like straight up like this doesn't make any logical sense. And I think the exposure to all of those scenarios is is what allows me to have such true belief because that's that's what it is. It's belief, but that's available to, to everybody, right? Shift, shifting the way you view the world, shifting the way you view yourself, asking for things, asking for higher support. You have a divine team around you all the time that wants to work with you you're so powerful. You're so powerful. And a lot of people don't tap into it. And sometimes it's just because they don't know, you know, they're like, Oh, I didn't even know I could do that. It's so simple. It's all in belief. It's all in just knowing and trusting your own wisdom, your own intuition, your own power, like with the things that you can do. And it brings me to tears when I really think about how I felt for so much of my life. And, I'm just so grateful to like be on this journey, to continue to be on this journey and to experience the magic in my daily life that, that I get to. It's, it's so incredible and I'm so appreciative of it. And I want more people to, to experience that if, if that's what they want, you know? And my process might not be the same as yours and I'm still in process of learning more and expanding more, opening up more every single day. And that's what's so exciting. But I wouldn't be recording this episode if I didn't feel like I was at a good place to. And especially with a lot of the conversations I've had in the last few weeks and people just saying, oh, well, that just doesn't happen for me or that won't work for me. And if you've decided that, then I mean, that's going to be a reality, right? But a lot of people don't get changes in their life because they simply don't make the change, right? They, They just don't make the change. And something that people point out to me a lot is is how quickly I call things in. And I know that about myself now, but I think it took a lot of reflection outside of me to to see that of how quickly I can call things in, which is why I'm very cautious of how firmly I make decisions, I want to make sure it's really what I want to create. And for me, manifestation never started off as this step-by-step process. And I see, I see a lot of value in that for people for sure. But I think in my daily life, it would feel really exhausting if everything I wanted to call in was, was like this step-by-step process. And people take a lot of these higher dimensional concepts and they want to put it into this linear framework and you're diluting the frequency of the thing itself. And so for me, manifestation, people ask, well, how do you manifest? I think about specific things I do and I can kind of pinpoint, you know, things I've, I've done or switches I've made with neural pathways, I'll say, but it's really a lifestyle rather than an individual process. And I think like for me, that has been what's most valuable. I'm really glad that I I discovered this through seeing it as more of a lifestyle rather than working on manifesting like one thing at a time because it it was doing the root cause work. It was doing the root cause work because I mean, I don't even like the phrase manifestation, honestly. I mean, I think it again dilutes it, but it it works. People understand it. It's calling things into your reality that that you want. And so much of that is just frequency work, right? I see it as frequency work as vibrational work and raising your vibration. And the more you raise your vibration and you just focus on that, the more everything that is at a lower frequency drops away. And the higher vibration, you're just going to manifest effortlessly. So instead of thinking about, oh, what do I have to do to call in this or that and then this. It's just operating at a higher vibration and then directing focus and it comes to you. So it is very much like, what's a good analogy? I feel like health analogies would be good for this. It's like the difference between somebody who has really bad bloating and they have gut dysbiosis and they could either get to the root of that, right? Get to the root of that and, and support their gut microbiome Or they could continue to always only eat low FODMAP and be very particular about all of their ingredients and take a shit ton of magnesium citrate and all of these like fixes to manage it rather than just getting to the root and then (laughs) relaxing about their diet and not having to do all of these, you know, all of these very specific things in their daily life to to manage that symptom. It's getting to the root cause. So manifestation is so much easier and effortless when you're not thinking about it like spot treatment, when you are thinking about it as an overall lifestyle. It's just, it's just my lifestyle and everything that I do is connected to this. Okay. So how did I, how did I get to that place from feeling like I had to push so hard for everything I wanted to create? I had to do it all very like manually, a ton of work. I, was not the person that things always effortlessly worked out for. It felt like a struggle. I was I was really depressed and anxious and very jealous of people who just got things going effortlessly. I wanted it to be easier, but I didn't think it was available for me, right? So how did I go from that place to feeling like everything is so much more in flow and manifesting isn't a step-by-step practice that I do. I don't have like a list of steps. I for me in my life, I'm just living my life. And then I direct my, my focus to, to what I want to expand. And then things roll in that are in alignment and feeling genuinely happy, right? Like anybody else, I have times when I am sad or angry or frustrated, but my overall life, like at my core, I'm so happy and so grateful and you know, so cheesy. I'm just so, so grateful. And I never, I never thought I would feel that way. i I, for years, I remember telling therapists and my parents, (laughs) my friends, I was like, I'm just always going to be somebody who has a dark cloud over my head. Like I'm just never going to experience happiness the way other people do. And now that that feels like my core, I mean, I'm just so appreciative of it. It was a whole process and it was a whole lifestyle shift and it was truly vibrational work. And this is why you know, for the membership, I create that container that way for a reason. If you apply yourself, if you fully take advantage of all of the resources in there, you're going to notice a huge difference in your life. And that's why I love hearing what people say about how, and it might seem like random things in their life are starting to shift when they enter into containers with me. It's like, whoa, that just flowed to me. Oh, I just manifested this. And then that came in and whoa, how are things just flowing? It's a totally different vibration. It's like, I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm just walking around and floating on a cloud. It's so corny and weird, but I love it. I freaking love it. And especially when there is so much heaviness in the world, I think having that as, as a base is so important and so helpful. So again, my manifestation practice isn't a specific step of things I do. If I want to call something in, I don't like sit down and follow this very rigid thing again and again and i can i can look at how it all plays out and help people in that way and i've done that before right but for me in my life i don't need to create extra steps i just want to be living my life and direct my focus and see what shifts and that can happen really quickly the more you focus on raising your frequency and when you shift your focus to that you're going to notice everything else changes without getting so stressed out about the manifestation part, which is a reason why a lot of people block themselves because they're so attached to manifesting this thing in. But if you are always focused on just raising your personal frequency and and really emitting your true energetic signature, your unique energetic signature, then that is what's gonna bring what's aligned for you and for your highest and best your way. I never got into any of this through the lens of, oh, I want to become a good manifester, it was a byproduct of all of the frequency work I did. And that is why, you know, when people ask me what I suggest when they say they want to make these these shifts in how they live and how things come to them and they want things to be easier and more in flow and they just want a step-by-step process, I will suggest to them Focus on raising your vibration and truly raising that. That doesn't mean just having a dance party every morning, okay? Like, that can be great. Go ahead and have your dance party all for it. But I'm talking about true frequency work, okay? So what are the things that really, really shifted my, my frequency? Okay, first of all, I will say, and again, this was just my personal process. It doesn't have to be yours. I'm not saying it's the only way. I'm not saying it's the right way. I'm just sharing this. Because I wish that I had listened to something like this like five years ago and it probably would have changed a lot of things for me. Wouldn't go back now, but I know that this would have been helpful for me. So these are the things that actually worked. Number one, and again, this is just for me. It doesn't have to be for you, but I'm just sharing how I how I really focused on frequency work and vibrational work, and I still do. So one has been coaching, always, right? So that for me started off as therapy. I was in traditional therapy for a long time and, you know, it took me a while to find a great therapist and was working with her for a really long time. And then when I moved, I kind of got more into the coaching world and, you know, I've worked with many different coaches over the years and, uh, you know, it's about finding the right fit. It's about finding somebody who really can get in there and dig in there. And for me, a lot of that was like me applying myself. Right. And I had to show up and I had to be willing to go to go deep with that person. And that's the important thing. Like we have to take responsibility as, as clients, because I could easily go to therapy or coaching for years and not really get anything out of it. If I'm not willing to go in there, get in there and be vulnerable and, and shift my way of thinking and really be open to new ways of thinking, because I mean, really good coaching or therapy is so fucking triggering. Like so I put myself in situations that are very safe for me to get triggered again and again. My most powerful coaching sessions have always been like, oh man, I will be so intensely triggered, but I ha- I've learned to be open. Now I'm not really triggered by it because I'm so used to being open to a different way of viewing the situation. But if I want something in my life to change, then I have to be willing to shift my mindset around it, right? The same mindset that created a problem isn't gonna be the one that finds a solution. So I have to be open to hearing that. And I've just gotten used to being really open to all the perspectives and just choosing, you know, which one actually is most helpful for me rather than which one does my ego wanna hold on to because for whatever reason, because I don't want to admit somebody else can see this from a different perspective that feels more aligned or just because it feels safer for me to hold on to it because what's going to happen when I change it, any of that. So applying myself to coaching and, you know, working with people that really got in there with me and supported me and, and moving through a lot of deep stuff. I, I don't really know how else to say it. I've been talking to one of my coaches about this recently that I've worked with for years, I love her so much. And she always says to me, she's like, Christina, I don't think people understand like the, the depth of work you do on yourself all the time. And that's something that I'm super committed to is personal development work, like real personal development work. And I really go in there. I have, you know, I have had multiple coaches. I, I've i had private retreats. I. I get in there and I, I'm very vulnerable and I really open up and I, I don't talk about surface level things, you know? So a lot of it's been really hard. A lot of it has been, I mean, with this coach in particular, like she was reflecting this to me and she said, most of my clients don't shift as quickly as you do because you really get in there. Like you really get in there and there have been so many sessions in the past where I'm like just screaming on the floor like crying so upset or just heaving so sad like just ripped open at the chest like I show up and I'm not saying you have to have this huge emotional outburst to to move through intense things or to move through big things rather sometimes it's much softer but I I'm willing to go there and I'm willing to I'm very open to hearing and and playing with new perspectives cuz that's that's what I am paying for, somebody to reflect back to me what I'm saying and the energy behind what I'm saying and how I'm feeling and illuminate for me where there might be something that's more expansive. And that that's that's the thing, right? So I'm really, really dedicated to personal work, which for me, the, the most shifting thing has been always having coaches or therapists. If if that's, you know, wh- whoever resonates with you, but that is some of the most powerful frequency work because I consistently have had access to somebody who I can say, this is, this time is I'm viewing the situation and I want to create this and I don't understand why it's not going this way. And that person can directly reflect back to me, limiting beliefs, <laughs> and then I can shift them, right? So that has just been a fast track for me. Frequency work is all about releasing those beliefs that aren't serving you, and and for me, you know, coaching has helped so so much with that. And it gives space for us to go really deep, and you know, it's a third party outsider. So yeah, I can move through a lot. I've moved through a lot um, in those containers. So that has been crucial for me in my frequency work. It has taken me years to find my favorite vitamin C, and it is by far Paleo Valley's essential C complex. I've tried so many different vitamin Cs, so many different versions through all of my detox protocols and all my supplement exploration. And let me tell you, quality is key. And what I love about Paleo Valley is that all of their products are made from only organic whole foods. They're all gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. And the vitamin C is one of my favorite supplements that I've been taking daily to support my immune system. It's great for reducing fatigue and naturally boosting energy. It's also really helpful for regulating your stress hormone cortisol. So if you're looking to balance out your stress response, <laughs> balance out your cortisol levels, which I think a lot of people are, then vitamin C is something helpful to look into and also helps your skin. So I've noticed that my skin looks a lot more glowy since taking this regularly. And if you're on a detoxification protocol, I'm sure you are aware that vitamin C is key. What I love about Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex is that it contains three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C out there. Amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. It has been third-party lab tested as the most powerful 100% natural vitamin C product on the planet. And again, quality is everything. Most other vitamin C supplements out there are derived from GMO corn and only contain one fraction of the vitamin, ascorbic acid. Paleo Valley's essential C-complex contains the full spectrum with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C. And let me tell you, that is hard to find. The quality is everything. I cannot recommend this enough. This is one of my all-time favorite products, but you know I use a lot of things from Paleo Valley. We always bring their beef sticks and superfood bars for travel. Their grass-fed organ complex is amazing. Nature's multivitamin. If you're looking to balance out your B vitamins, get some extra CoQ10 in there. It's a natural source of vitamin A. And their turmeric complex is another one of my favorites that I think most people should have in their arsenal. It is a totally natural anti-inflammatory. And anytime I get any type of pain, whether that be a pain from any type of flare up from autoimmune in the past, if I get a zit, If I hurt myself in some way, like roll my ankle weird, their turmeric complex always saves the day. So if you want to try out any of these products or any of Paleo Valley's other incredible products, just head to paleovalley.com and you can use my code Christina for 15% off. Again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off. The second thing has been brain rewiring, so I talk about this all the time. This process is well just has been one of the most pivotal things in, in my life and there are lots of people who teach about neural reprogramming and different different processes for that. So whatever resonates with you, right? But but that process like very specifically going in and identifying those limiting beliefs, those neural pathways that aren't serving me. And this has been with habits and behaviors too. And rewiring that, rewiring those has allowed me to automatically view the world in a different way. So, and, and that for me, I mean, brain rewiring was probably like six months to a year of focused work on, I am rewiring my brain. And then after that, it sort of just became a lifestyle. And I learned a lot of tools through that where I can rewire pretty quickly and I use other modalities as well. So you know that that was a process, and I think all of that coaching kind of laid the good foundation for me to be open to the brand rewiring process because that can be very triggering and Then I spent like six months to a year of being very focused on that, having at least one coaching session with that in particular, and then doing daily work around that, so spending probably around two to three hours a day on that for like six months to a year specifically, and then over time um it just became more integrated and I didn't have to do as focused work. And so I can rewire things relatively quickly. But yeah, that's that's like the level of time and commitment that I, I put into it. And with that has been just a lot of self-reflection. And so for me, spending a lot of time by myself, giving myself time to reflect and you know that could be journaling, that could be meditating. But for me, it's really just, I mean, I will sit, I like, I'll just lay on the floor or I'll go ground wherever I want, lay on my bed, whatever. And I just sit there by myself. <laughs> and I, I let myself think. I let myself explore. I let myself go wherever I need to go. I reflect on situations. I process things emotionally that often t- kind of turns into embodiment work feeling the emotion, releasing the emotion, whatever it is. I just listen to myself. I I reflect on things. I don't just run through my life and then not have any awareness about what happened or how I felt or how that got attracted into my reality. And so I started to pick up patterns and notice where I was a common denominator and things I didn't like. <laughs> and what was I doing that was contributing to the situation? Because I had to learn that I had to take responsibility for for everything, right? Where where did I attract this into my into my field? And that was really helpful for me in having things to bring up with different coaches or in some of the other work I was doing. And that was just like part of the process. All the shadow work, all of the inner child healing—that all goes into brain rewiring. You know, I think of that all as like this big jumbled up process that uh, just happened over time as I was in different coaching containers and focused on that personal development. And and as patterns are popping up in my life that I didn't like, working through them one by one and releasing negative emotion, releasing any grudges, I just realized I don't even have space for this. And this is actually hurting me to hold on to that still. But it wasn't like I was ever in a period of, oh, I'm doing shadow work night right now. Oh, I'm doing inner child work right now. Like that was just part of the process that came up <laughs> over time as I was moving through different things. But it wasn't like a concentrated, oh, this is, I'm doing three months of shadow work, right? <laughs> I was just kind of like, that was just part of the natural process as I was moving through things that were coming up in my life and realizing energies from before my life that I hadn't moved through. Again, that was rooted in the brand rewiring process, all of the coaching containers. So it was just a lot of consistent self-reflection and expansion and putting energy into that, like focusing on me and how I can expand and shift my mindset and spending a lot of time there. And I find that a lot of people don't spend that much time on on personal growth. And it really is a matter of how you're spending your time and energy. So that meant that a lot of things that I used to do, I kind of swapped out for the things that were actually making me feel better and expanding. So my life is very much set up now so that I have all that time for myself and self-reflection as opposed to maybe things I used to do or spend more time on before. I mean, I think a, cla- a very big example of this for me has been TV. I don't really watch that much TV anymore. And I used to be a huge TV watcher. I, I mean, I love entertainment. I love film. I studied film in college. I love movies and I love to watch movies. But I watch way less TV now than ever. And I really don't watch that many shows. I mean, I really only watch like one (laughs) and I try to only watch movies and still it's very limited compared to what I used to spend my time on and also browsing the internet. I used to spend so much time browsing the internet. I also used to spend a lot of time hanging out with people out of obligation rather than true desire. And it was more about a quantity than quality thing. And now it's very much the opposite. So I'm very much about quality time with people over quantity. And I spend a lot of time with myself and reflecting. And if there is something that is not making me feel good in my life, I look at, okay, how can I shift my own energy to shift this situation? And where did this pattern start? (laughs) Where did that begin? Where did I learn that? And for me, rather than thinking of it as like the step-by-step process, it's just more of my automatic way of thinking. I always go back to what's the root of this? Where did I first learn this? And that helps me get to to the root and uh, do some shifting there and another thing connected to that getting to the root has been energy healing <laughs> obviously I love energy healing everything is energy and I think a lot of people don't realize don't even realize the extent of energy healing you know I have a lot of clients who come to me for energy healing and they have since you know I didn't know they were doing this in the process but they told me like I have stopped seeing my therapist. I've stopped seeing other coaches. Like I didn't realize how shifting this this was going to be and how much this is going to help me. Actually, one of my friends recently told me we were catching up and she said, "Yeah, my therapist told me that I that I she doesn't think I should see her anymore because <laughs> our work seems to be more helpful." Like her therapist literally told her that. I guess she was telling her therapist about some of the things that came up in in our sessions and you know, I think it's valuable to have support in whatever ways feel best for you. But I just thought that was really interesting. And energy healing sessions can be helpful in in so many different ways. I mean, first of all, just working on your energetic body and energetically removing any any cords, any hooks, any patterns, any stagnant energy, any trapped energy can really help bring to the surface things that we might not have realized before. You know, I have some people in my life who are close to me who really struggle in in coaching sessions or therapy sessions that they've had before. And the energy healing is really helpful for them because instead of them having to bring to the person whatever topic they want to explore, it just comes up naturally in the energy healing session so they don't have to think of that, right? Because we're looking at what is what is in your field, you know? And that also very much relates often to what's in your subconscious and patterns you might not have even noticed. Trapped energy you might not have even realized has been stored there since childhood, who you're holding energy for. So a lot of that clearing and shifting and activation that goes on in energy healing sessions, I mean, that has been crucial, crucial, crucial. So I, I receive energy healing consistently, have for, for quite a few years now for myself, right? I do work on myself energetically. I use a high. I work in the Akashic Records. There's so much transformation there. So that's been really powerful. And then I also love to receive from other people. It's really important for me to have that giving, receiving energy (laughs) in balance. And I also just love to try different modalities. So I love to try different forms of energy healing. There are so many modalities and so many different healers. And even outside of the number of modalities, it's just different healers themselves. Like nobody is, is the same, which is so cool. So I love to work with different types of energy healers and intuitives I I have, you know, in the past over the years. And I think back to like a couple of years ago, there, there were quite a few intuitive sessions that very much shifted my life, you know, and to have somebody who knows something about you pinpoint something from like so long ago that might be holding you back. I mean, that's, that's really powerful, but working on the energetic plane makes it much easier to release emotions. I I have found it brings things up to the surface that we might not even realize we have stored. So it just allows all of that to be much easier. And even with subconscious programming, going in there energetically and shifting some of that, I can't tell you the number of times I've had clients like within one session immediately, they're like, whoa, I literally stopped having that thought. <laughs> like I stopped having that thought that was haunting me. So little things like that can be so, so, transformational and even with you know the signals our brain sends to our bodies about sickness and health that's really powerful too to to work to work on from an energetic angle but when we are releasing any of the lower frequencies in our bodies right so this could be any type of energy we're, we're storing from anyone from ourselves emotions whatever it is our vibration naturally rises you are naturally a high vibrational being. And so it's really more about everything that you're releasing. That's not in alignment for you, that that's holding you down. It's not in alignment with your truth. That's not in alignment with love. The more you release all of that, you naturally raise your vibration and emit a clear signal to the universe, your unique energetic signal. So energy work has been so, so valuable for me and has been a core part of that process for sure. I really think of them as working together, uh, the self-reflection work, the inner child healing, sh- the shadow work, but working on that energetic level really allows for big clearings intensely. And I've seen this with so many clients, but I've seen this in my own life. You know, I might feel really overwhelmed or confused or stuck and I can go in and <laughs> energetically clear some things, rebalance some things and remove anything that's weighing me down. And it is like a, a huge jump in in vibration and it actually creates lasting change rather than just continuous like mindset shifting it's an energetic shift it is it is reprogramming on the energetic level and that has created a permanent change for me so that has been so so important for my process those have been the biggest pieces that I've just consistently done and really all of that was from the lens of expanding myself but those have been the biggest things that I've done that have really moved the needle it it was all work consistently that over time really helped to raise my vibration through all that I was releasing. And that naturally allowed me to, to manifest a lot more effortlessly and just make that part of my lifestyle. And so that was like the bigger picture of those processes that you know I've been working on for a few years that really started to show the difference. So that's more of a macro level. But on a micro level, what do I do? Okay, first of all, it is you know for me personally, and the more you do all of that frequency work, you naturally become more intuitive and more spiritual, so you don't have to try, right? So all of this vibrational work as a byproduct, easier manifestation, that's just part of your lifestyle. Your intuition just opens up. Probably notice your physical body shifts and and heals. so you just notice so many things in your life change but but making everything like a spiritual practice in the sense of always setting intention and really and really applying all these really simple things that people talk about all the time like setting intention like charging my food like charging my water like asking the elements to support me with things being one with the universe and operating from that perspective rather than being in the 3D like realizing all everything is is one and i am an aspect of the universe i am the universe right? Source runs through me, source works through me. I am an extension of source, as are you. Seeing my reality in this way allows me to kind of always see the bigger picture, the energetic entanglements. So I'm really doing frequency work throughout the day on a larger scale because I'm coming from that perspective. With that, a big thing that keeps me in a high vibrational state is working with my guides, working with my divine team, you know, embodying my higher self, working as a multidimensional being, you know, but really at its core, it's like actually working with my divine team all the time, all the time, all the time. I set up my environment and my lifestyle to keep my vibration high. So this has to do with everything I eat, the way I eat my food. It's all based on vibration, the way in which I eat and what I eat. It's all based on, on vibration environment as well. Living situation, how I feel in my environment, setting things up in my environment that feel good, like crystals, these yummy essential oil sprays I have all over, my lush, cozy, super soft rug, really, really enjoying a delicious cup of king coffee, right? Like just indulging my senses, forest bathing, grounding, like my daily routines, my daily habits cleansing myself in the bath, at the shower, like energetically and physically. (laughs) All of those daily things, like every single thing I do is, is meant to support my vibration. Putting sticky notes around with notes that make me feel good. And always, you know, in terms of my content that I consume. And I mean, what I talked about before with TV, also with music, that's totally changed. That's also with people I'm around in my life. That's anything I consume on the internet. That's podcasts. I mean, I've done a huge swap over from how I lived before. And I listen to very different music. I listen to a lot less music. There are so many subliminal messages in there, like just the frequency of the the music itself and movies and TV shows. I've just, you know, the more you raise your vibration, you're more sensitive and you notice when things are pulling that down and where things just feel heavy or toxic or, or sad. And a lot of people don't realize, but Okay, if you think about it, if somebody is not eating high vibrational foods, like processed foods, they are, I don't know, living in an apartment that they hate and they feel like everything around them, like the decor is just not, not making them happy. They're listening to depressing music, which is only making them feel sadder, even though they think it's making them feel better. And then they're watching reality TV that is just drama, like toxic drama, and they're taking that on right? Because a lot of people consume these things unconsciously. And what I mean by that is they're conscious they're doing it, but they're not fully conscious in the sense of they're not fully conscious of how that's impacting their vibration. That type of person, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you feel kind of low. I wouldn't be surprised if you feel like, oh, why isn't everything working out for me? And so for me, I I know I had a huge shift when I just I stopped listening to music. I stopped watching television and movies like for a while. I just completely cut it out. I deleted a ton of my podcast subscriptions and literally picked just a few that were so I don't know. They just made me feel better in, in terms of vibration. Like there are certain people that I, I love to listen to, and it's it doesn't even matter what they say, honestly. It's like I just feel their vibe. I feel their energy. And that's the type of person that I I would like to exchange energy with. So I really cut down on all of that. And the silence just made things so much clearer. And it's so weird because sometimes I'll listen to things on the radio and I'm like, I can't even believe I listened to this. This is so low frequency. It's like so sad. It's so, I don't, I don't know. It's just like dragging me down. And like, what are the messages on replay? What are the messages that people are singing on replay? What is that telling your brain? What is that telling your body? Music is super powerful, right? You can feel emotion so deeply through music. And so sometimes people take those on as their own and then it pulls down their frequency. Same with television. And this happens to me like when I go home and see my family and I'll sit down for a family movie and I'm like, whoa, this is, <laughs> I don't feel good with this. Like I'm I'm more sensitive to it. Also with things that I used to read, I used to read a lot of things that were just too intense. They were just too intense for me. And sometimes that that was some, you know, sometimes it was in the content itself and sometimes it was in the frequency of the writing, I'll say. So I'm just noticing whose energy feels good to me and whose energy feels like it's it's not resonant with, with where where I want to be at, how I want to feel. And with that, releasing a ton of relationships, which you know, I've done podcasts about and I probably will continue to. And I love talking about that because I know it's it's a difficult part of it for people, but honestly, it is one of the most shifting parts of it. And for me, releasing, like anytime something is not coming into my life that I've set intention around, I know it's because I have to create space for it. So I release, right? And that could be releasing a position, that could be releasing a part of my business, that could be releasing a relationship. I need to make space. I mean, just cleaning out your closet, you'll notice other things come into your life. It can be totally unrelated in your head, but it's all energy. What are you holding energetic space for? You might not be calling in your, your ideal boyfriend because you are holding energy for everybody in your family and your friends. You're holding all of their sadness. You're holding their emotions. You are making yourself responsible for their emotions when when you're not. They They need to You know, feel that themselves and and process that themselves. It's not your job to process that for other people. Anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. So realizing where we're not in a healthy relationship and how can we shift the dynamic so that it doesn't feel like we are always holding space for everybody else. And that's just our defaults. But also pruning the relationships back, quality over quantity. And a lot of people who struggle with effortless manifestation are the type of people that have a lot of connections and they're all kind of surface level. And I mean, I'm just I'm just telling you what I see over and over again. And I know for me, the more I really like refined the relationships in my life and even my boundaries within those relationships, everything shifted and Just noticing, you know, what relationships are really dragging me down. It is wild to me how much like one person dragging your energy down. And it could be somebody, oh man, who okay, like two years ago, when I first started brain rewiring, there was somebody in my life who was really stressing me out. And this person, you know, I was just trying to be nice to, and I didn't feel a need to end the relationship because this was a friendship. Because I only talked to this person maybe once every two months. Like it wasn't even, it wasn't even something where I was actually interacting with them. We didn't live in the same city. <sighs> but it was something that always weighed on me. And and I finally was like, this is just energy I'm holding. And I remember I just ended the relationship. This person wasn't very happy, but I ended the relationship. And holy shit. That was when that was when like my whole life just took a massive up level. I moved. I got my dream apartment. I called in like a ton of new clients. My business had a huge jump and it was very clear to me. It was like as soon as I ended that relationship, everything just started flowing in. And so we really want to look at where is our energy being pulled down? What's tugging on you? Releasing relationships and even reconfiguring them, if not releasing, drawing boundaries. Huge, huge, huge. But with the relationships, you know, if you don't look at the five closest people to you in your life and think, I wanna be more like you, then we need to reevaluate that. And this is truly from an energetic standpoint, but here's the thing. And I've seen this in my own life and with so many clients. And I know that they might trigger people, but this is just, this is my opinion. This is my belief (laughs) because I've seen it so many times. This is my truth, but (laughs) the thing is, I was stuck for a long time because I was surrounded by people who, it was like they wanted to learn from me, but I always felt like I was teaching them or in that role and there wasn't anybody expanding me. And the second I decided, no, 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 (laughs) all of the people closest to me need to be expansive for me. Everything shifted. And it was actually quite triggering for me at first when I made that shift because I realized, whoa. I mean, it feels very different to be always around people who think more expansively than you. Like, it can be very triggering at first if you're used to always being the one that's a little more dominant or the teacher. But man, that really up leveled my life big time. And I can't imagine it any other way now. Everybody who's close to me is somebody that I strive to be more like in, in one way or another somebody who thinks bigger than me somebody who expands me somebody who is really activating for me that's what my guides call them they say look for the activators people who activate something new in me who help me to up level and so who in your life is activating you the people who are closest to me need to be activators for me <laughs> uh, and that's also true of all of the content I consume as well just what what's what's in my ear any day so that goes back to uh, content I'm consuming, it wasn't about just adding more people in, which, you know, depending on where somebody's at, you do want to try that. But adding more voices in, even when they're super high vibe, (laughs) even when you know that that person is increasing your frequency, I mean, that can only do so much if you still have 500 other people on your feed that just bring you down. And here's the thing, just because if somebody brings you down, that doesn't mean they're a bad person, okay? It doesn't mean that they're a bad person. There could be so many reasons why their frequency like isn't resonant for you or isn't helping to activate you, expand you. It doesn't mean they're they're a bad person. And I think sometimes people, they don't want to release certain content because they feel guilty because they're like, well, they're really nice. That's that's great. i <laughs> I sure, sure they're nice. <laughs> but how is this affecting you? And is this holding up space that could be filled by something that really does increase your vibration in a powerful way? So I talked about this with the morning routine episode, but that's a huge one, right? Like that is my time to connect to source. That is my time to journal or read something or listen to something that is very activating in terms of frequency and really set my frequency for the day. And so it's all of those daily practices. It's doing everything with intention that has been so, so shifting. And to sort of tie all that together, you know, a big thing is using my intuition in my daily life and viewing everything from more of an energetic perspective than, than a 3D, right? So being able to see all of that, right? The many dimensions, but the way that I just perceive the world around me is from an energetic standpoint. I use my intuition with my decisions during the day. So I'm really shifted my vibration in terms of how I'm moving through the world. So again, it's all about those daily practices as, as well as a lot of that underlying work that I um, consistently do. And it doesn't feel, I mean, it doesn't, I don't even like the word work. It doesn't feel like that. It is expansive. It is exciting to me. I love doing that kind of stuff. I love always growing and learning and uh, just, <laughs> Expansion is the best word for me because that's how it feels and it's very exciting. So that has been the process. And the last thing I wanna mention is human design. This system has changed my life in so many ways. It is something that I recommend everybody look into. And when I first learned about my human design, it didn't make sense to me because I, I just didn't understand it. And then when I started to go deeper into it and learn more about it, and get readings. And then I took HDCC with Victoria Jane, all of that. I mean, it's just opened my, my life up in so many ways. And what I love about it is it's very actionable um, in terms of this is how you're designed. And the more you live in alignment with your chart, the more you're going to notice your life flows. And I think in, in living, according to human design, you're going to notice your vibration shifts a lot naturally as well, because it's all about being in alignment. It's It's all, it's all wrapped up into one, right? Raising your frequency, living in alignment, living from your soul rather than your ego or your mind. It all overlaps. But I did want to mention human design because that's another tool that, I mean, I'm glad I found it when I did, but I think everything could have been a lot faster. Would have been if I had gone deeper into that system and learned more about my chart earlier on, but it's just been such, such an incredible tool. And I really believe that, that that system was downloaded when it was so that it would be a tool available for us during this time. And yeah, I've done quite a few episodes on human design, and hopefully more. I, I just love the system so much, and there are so many incredible human design readers and teachers, so if that's something that does feel interesting to you, you know, you can you can check check some of that out. And, you know, if it doesn't resonate, that's totally okay too. But it has been something that has really, really helped me. And the more I live in alignment with my chart, I have noticed my life just get even more so in, in flow and I'm shedding all the layers of pieces of me that aren't really me. It, it, it helps you realize where a lot of the conditioning lies and just to explore what's conditioning versus what actually feels good for me. And it can really illuminate that. And, you know, with, with human design or any system, It's it's taking what resonates for you and what works. And if there are pieces that, you know, don't resonate, that's that's fine. You know, you don't have to be married to anything. But I know for me, it's been huge. And for the people that I have introduced it to it, it's like a literal roadmap in front of you of kind of where to go, you know, so or maybe astrology feels more in alignment for you. I love astrology as well. I've talked about North Node specifically. I think that's something very simple that you could look up that can illuminate a lot for you. Um, You know, some people say that's. I've heard some astrologers say that's like your purpose. Others say road to enlightenment. You know, whatever version of that. But learning about my North Node has been helpful, and I'm pointing these these things out with like Human Design, or strategy, or authority, and like astrology, North Node. And I I'm not an expert on astrology, so I'm sure there's a lot more, but I'm just trying to distill down like very specific places that you could just start. Those have been helpful maps for me in terms of moving forward rather than just telling you what I'm like, you know, because, <laughs> uh, you know, I think a lot of people just stop with these different systems when they learn like the description, but there's so much more you can go into. It's not just a, a description of of what you are like. I mean, that can be helpful in terms of realizing the shadows or maybe where you're not operating from the most expansive version of yourself or that there's more available to you or even validating like yes this is this is how you're built which which can be helpful for people uh to let themselves fully embody that but i think what's most helpful is when you start to look at at some of these systems from the angle of okay so knowing this is how i'm designed you know what's going to be most helpful for me in living my purpose and living in alignment and feeling fulfilled and so happy and expanded all the time. And within these systems, there's there's a lot you can look into to uh, get that kind of roadmap as to you know how to more clearly tune into your intuition and how to more clearly make decisions that are in alignment for you and kind of what to pay attention to. So those those are some things I wanted to mention as well that have been super super helpful for something that feels maybe a little bit more tangible, like just like looking at a chart. (laughs) So I wanted to offer that as well. Oh man, wow. That podcast was a lot longer than I expected it to be, but I really hope it was helpful. You know, again, this is just me describing the process for me. That's really helped to raise my vibration and how I, I turned manifestation into my lifestyle so that I don't have to, you know, take one thing I want. And then every time I want to attract something in or shift an area of my life, like do all this focused work around it, so to speak, it's more of like this root cause work. And then I can kind of just shift my energy and things start to flow in, uh, all the time and in small ways and big ways. And it's incredible. I'm so grateful for it. And I am not, you know, The only person that's available to, it's available to everybody. You listening. There's so much available to you. You are so powerful. There's so much magic just waiting for you. Right. And you you get to step into that if you want. And so I am hoping this was helpful. Again, this was my process. It doesn't have to be yours. It's just an example. There are so many pathways to to reaching similar goals and maybe you have a different goal. That's great too. So, you know take it for, for what it is. It's just my process that I wanted to share. And it has been such a powerful thing for me and, and made manifesting very fun. Cause it feels easy and light rather than, Oh man, I gotta do all this heavy stuff around. <laughs> this one thing it's coming back to, you know, why I view everything as connected. And I really believe in taking a holistic approach. And I, I don't see a separation between the way I eat, the way I treat my body, the way I run my business, my spiritual practice, my relationships, it's all intertwined and they all affect each other. And, you know, I think anybody who who does a lot of work in the energetic space, on energy fields, energy healing, like it's so apparent, it's so apparent, right? When you're When you're looking at the energy body and seeing how all these parts of our lives are overlapped and this goes back to abundance mindset and scarcity mindset and how scarcity mindset in relationships can be affecting your business and scarcity mindset in your business can be affecting your health. And it just all overlaps. And when we take a holistic approach, we see everything just start to improve and expand and life can feel a lot lighter and happier. And it starts to flow. It starts to flow. And you see miracles all the time and experience that and you see magic and you realize how much more is available to you than you ever thought. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And I will also say this is why I set up the channel collective the way I did. And for those of you who are in, who are in the channel collective, you probably feel this. Like I'm very intentional about that container. It is the energy exchange of stepping into that container. It is the consistency of being in The frequency of the channel messages of being in the frequency of other like-minded people it is having the the coaching calls to be able to work through specific issues and, and bring bring things up and ask questions uh so that i can i can offer some reflection back offering that coaching container at a much more accessible price uh than typical coaching with me has has been it is the best way to work with me directly, and also a great way to always be around a group of incredible activators. Everybody in there is so amazing; it's so high frequency. You're going to meet a lot of like-minded people, and the monthly energy healing to work on your energy body—that consistent vibrational work on the energy body specifically—and then our manifestation calls to align us with with that frequency of attracting and more of what we want. So it's it's all very intentional, and then of course the library of resources. And why I talk about all of these different aspects, right? Health and wellness is connected with business, is connected with neural reprogramming, is connected with intuition, is connected with manifestation. And I see the biggest change for people. And I have felt the biggest change for me in my own life when I realized that it was all connected and I started living that way. When I was fragmenting my life, and not seeing the connections between them, I was stuck. I felt like I was dragging things in certain areas. And when I actually saw it all as just one, right? And all as a reflection of, of my own energy, that's when the biggest shifts started to happen. And I've seen that with so many people and it's so beautiful and yeah. So hopefully this tied some things together for you. And I appreciate it if you made it to the end of this episode. I know this was a longer one, but I hope it was helpful. And if it was, take a screenshot and share it to social media, tag me so I can repost and say thank you or send it to somebody who you think it would help. And as always, if you do enjoy the show, I would be so honored if you would take a minute to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It's a great way to get some energy exchange flow going right so put some good energy out in the universe and see what you receive back tenfold and a really simple way to support the show you know there's a lot of time that goes into this so much time i've been showing up right (laughs) like uh weekly for six years and i love it so much and ratings and reviews are a free easy way to support the show and they make a huge huge difference So I really appreciate it when when you guys leave them and thank you so much all of you who have. And if you haven't already and you you do want to show some support for the show, then please do that. It just takes a second. And I thank you in advance so much, so much. All right, we're gonna wrap up here. I hope you have incredible rest of your day. I'm sending you so much love. Feel it, feel it through the phone or computer. (laughs) And I will chat with you again next episode.